Hello, Sagittarius friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Sagittarius February 2024 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. We've got a couple of rare star sequences this month. It is time for the wacky, the wild, the eccentric, the unusual, and I'm so excited to tell you about all of it. I am a fellow Sagittarius with you, so I'm reading my chart at the same time as I'm reading yours. This is for you if Sagittarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Sag you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Sag friend, so birthdays around December 15th through the rest of the sign, or Sag degrees about 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Capricorn report as your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. On YouTube, I'm going to work off the chart and you can see me writing on it. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, I am actually going to install the thumbnail chart as the chart so that you can at least see the chart if you're in the podcast version. That's something new I'm doing this month. But if you want to see the chart come alive, you can come to YouTube. If you don't like the drawing on the chart, you can either just listen through YouTube or find my Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli podcast. I've got a list of the things we're going to cover here so I stay organized. We're going to start right here with this cluster of Capricorn energy in the second house. Second house is a house of Taurus, Taurus, that's an earth sign, Venus, Mars, Mercury, all in Capricorn still at the beginning of the month. This is unusual. Usually by now, we're really starting to drift into those Aquarius energies. So we've got a little bit longer of those stable, calm, materially focused, disciplined, um, you know, um, st strategizing energies. This is really good for Sagittarius, even though it's not one of the signs that blends most harmonio harmoniously with us. Because after the Sag frenzy that we had that was a little bit elongated, <laughs> we um, may have gotten a little bit sagged out, right? A little bit more spending, a little bit more activity. Um, as you can hear, it's Sag season. I'm recording this in and I uh, don't completely have my voice, right? Because I overdid it just as I knew I would. <laughs> so this Capricorn energy that started to take a hold in January that's now continuing into the beginning of February is really good for Sages to get grounded, to get focused, to strategize, to get disciplined, to get your taxes done, to get organized, to get new systems together, to get your budget together here, this second house of um, budgeting and money, get your stuff paid off or get a plan to, you know, anything having to do with material items. And this could be a fantastic time to buy a material item. Okay, so if you have to get a car, a house, a computer, something of material value to you, this could be an amazing time. And why is that? That brings us to one of my other points. From January 21st through March 20th, we are free from personal planet retrogrades and their shadow periods. So that's this open period in the stars where it's time to weave your webs all over the place as far and wide as possible. It's time to cast your um, message in the bottle out to sea because it can go far and wide. That's symbolic in the way of anything you want to go far and wide, your business launches, your moves, your big decisions, your investments, your commitments, um, anything like that. This is the time, January 21st through March 20th. We are free from the mischief and the, you know, inward and backward focus and the lack of clarity and the appliances just going nuts all the time, the devices breaking down and the cell towers, you know, being constantly out of reach that we tend to get in some of the retrograde energy. So the energy is just more clear for forward movement. Now, that is one of the rare star alignments. We'll get to another one because 
there's more about this um, Aquarius energy, which we'll get to. But while we're on the topic of open stars, we have a very rare star alignment in the way that also all the outer planets will be going direct. This is very rare. So January 21st to March 20th, we have the personal planets, which are um, Venus, Mars, Mercury. Those are going direct and we don't have a shadow period. But as of January 27th and running an even longer period of time through May 2nd, we have the power of Saturn and Neptune and Uranus and Pluto and Jupiter all going direct. Okay, so this is rare. And this is a time when you can catch up with a lot of things if you've been stagnating or if you felt like overwhelmed with karmic crap or you have a pile up of stuff you've been wanting to do. This is a time when everything is saying yes to outward and forward and wide, expansive and up in every multidimensional way, which is everything that Sages love. Okay, so this is a very exciting time and you want to take advantage of this time because we do have a Mars retrograde towards the end of the year that will mucky up our direct movements and make us lazy and unambitious and, you know, things will be slow and that's including during Sagittarius season this year. Okay, so we really need to take advantage of this forward moving energy to do all of our outward Saggy things. Now you can travel any time of the year, but it's a little bit easier to make plans to travel in a month like this in February where we're in this open window. If you love knowing ahead of time when the open windows are for the stars being direct slash, you know, versus retrograde, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and check out my secret star portal because I do have my whole 2024 retrograde direct calendar there. But for now, I can tell you the windows that we've, we're working with here in the near future um, and that the rest of the year will be a little bit messy, especially towards the end. Okay, so the next rare star alignment is everything's moving into Aquarius. We've got the sun there from the beginning of the month. Pluto is back in Aquarius. We've got Mercury going there, Mars going there, Venus going there, and the new moon going there. 20 degrees of Aquarius new moon on February 9th. So that's six placements in Aquarius. Okay. That's a very, very big deal. And it's very unusual that we have that going on. All right. So this is exciting. We're going to talk about the layers of it. Okay what Aquarius means. And we're also going to talk about what house or field of experience is going to be lit up for Sagittarius. And we're going to talk about the degree that these planets make to Sag, because all of these are the layers of juicy awesomeness to help us understand the energies this month and how to make the most of them. Okay. So first of all, when any planet moves through or, or any event like a new moon happens in Aquarius, those carry a 60 degree angle between Sagittarius and Aquarius. Okay. That is the angle of opportunity. So that means that during this nice open period that is fully free of the planetary retrogrades and the shadow periods and everything's direct and everything's moving forward, you've got every single of these six placements giving possible opportunities for you. All right. So this is really exciting. So what types of opportunities? Let's talk about that. Now, by the time these opportunities are coming, Venus, Mars, and Mercury will all be in Aquarius. So we're just going to cross out the cap here and, and pretend now that they've moved here in Aquarius into this third house. Aquarius energy has to do with the wacky, the weird, the wonderful, the wild, the unique, the erratic, the unstable, the sporadic, anything having to do with the energy of community and of 
igniting the ideas of the tangible realities into action through the power of teams and technology and forward thinking and futuristic, um, you know, advancements. So you may have a lot of opportunities for AI to help you. You may have a lot of opportunities for, um, you know, you becoming part of a group or you leading a group or you're, you know, on a, on some kind of like a team or a commission or community-based project. Just imagine you lending your voice to a group where you're all singing together rather than a solo. And this can be, you know, very productive, very beautiful. So if you have anything that you need help with, you may be able to find those answers through the team or through the group. Could be a social group, could be a friend, a specific friend. Your friendships could blossom. You could make new friends. This is amazing for online dating. Look at the layers here. Venus rules love, okay? If you're looking for new love, this is one of the best months of the whole year for new love if you want it to stick. If you're looking for advancing your current relationship, this is a really great month for clarity and forward movement. If you're trying to increase your financial IQ, your um, income, anything like that, this month is amazing for that. Anything with boosting your self-esteem, you know, anything is great for that. So all of these Venus-related things are going to be awesome and these extra 60-degree opportunities are going to come. Mars, that means ambition, that means oomph, that means stamina, that means energy and focus. So all of those things are lit up at this time. And again, it's into the group. So um, it's not just the group that's accentuated here. It's internet-based projects. If you're trying to get your business online, awesome month for that. If you're expanding your online reach, amazing time for that. If you're trying to build a group or become part of a group, find your perfect tribe people that speak your language in a way that feel like makes your soul sing. Amazing time for that. Mercury is here. This is great for writing and publishing. And we will get more on that topic because once we talk about the house that's being influenced here, there's a lot to talk about there. But news, information, things involving your siblings or other relatives, um, you know, not your, your house of parents and children, all of those energies are also lit up, but this third house is like all of the other relatives, right? So information or connections with these people can be coming up strongly at this time. And um, just your communication. So a lot of chattiness, talking, social interaction, social opportunities. Pluto is in Aquarius. This is of these planets. It's the only long-term planet that's going to be moving through here. So we're starting an over 20, well over 20 year cycle of Pluto accentuating our third house, which means that you are writing and you're publishing and you're speaking and you're communicating and your vehicles and your mobility are about to go through decades of transformation. And you have your own nuclear generator to give you power for these projects. So that's exciting. So that's happening now also, but that is a long-term story while the rest of these are short-term stories. The sun is here as well. So the sun is lightening up your friendships. The sun is lightening up your third house. You know, um, I remember a spotlight. The idea of a spotlight is that it can make beautiful the things that are already there. You can see more details. But if there's something that's awry, like peeling paints or cobwebs, you can see those too. So anything within your friendships or your groups or your tribe or anywhere in your life, really, your communication style or practices, your devices, your transportation, your mobility, your physical mobility, 
All of these things have the spotlight and elucidation of the sun to support them. If you need a new car, amazing month for that. We do, by the way, have double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones this month as well. So that's very exciting. If you make a big purchase, a computer, a device, a house, anything, this is an amazing month for that. Be expecting to be traveling, to be moving, to be busy, to be communicating, to be interacting. And if you're a writer or a wannabe writer, this could be a time where you write a prolific amount or you write content in the form of verbal content. So, you know, many Sages are prolific expressors. So you can expect that this time will be full of inspiration and the motivation here from Mars, the ambition, the oomph, the energy to do something with those ideas that you have, because we know Sages have big ideas, right? Okay. So we talked about all of these rare alignments, all of this Aquarian energy, the lingering cap. Now let's talk about eclipse season. So I've got a special slide for this. Eclipse season is from February through May, 2024. Okay. Just to put this in perspective, we're working with a two-year cycle from early 2023 through early 2025 of the Libra Aries eclipse cycle, which has to do with me versus we, I like to call it. Autonomy, interdependence, connecting, you know, your own ambitions, you, you connecting in a group or not a group with a, with another individual, a partner, you know, one-on-one, this Libra energy tends to be one-on-one contacts. So expect a lot of jostling and changes in the area of Aries and Libra. And if you want to see some of the ways that this may manifest, think back to 23 to 2015 and think about the relationship changes at that time. 2004 to 2006, and even way back to 1995, 1997. All right. So now if something bad happened in those times, that doesn't mean that something bad is going to happen now. There are many things that were happening in those timeframes that are not happening now. So it's not an identical lineup. They're just the themes of the me versus we. And there's the themes of the fifth house versus the 11th house, specifically for Sagittarius, which is your creative passions versus the group your individual voice versus the chorus, your hobbies versus you connecting with others in rich and meaningful ways for the greater good. So those are, that's another layer of storyline that's on top of this me versus we that's specific for Sagittarius. And I'll talk more about this in March and April when they actually happen. So I'll give you the dates here just so you have them. Lunar eclipse, five degrees of Libra, March 25th. Solar eclipse, 19 degrees of Aries, April 8th. You may ask, why are we talking about this in February if they're in March and April? Very easy answer to that. Eclipse season starts at least four to six weeks before and goes four to six weeks after the eclipses. So February is fully an eclipse season. Just imagine a pot coming to a boil. When you first put the fire on, it's just starting to get a little agitated. Things are bubbling up. That's like February, okay? The storylines that started in early 2023 that came back again in the fall of 2023 or spring for you all down under that are now coming back, they start with this like bubbling up. Now, those storylines may have been occurring even in the off season from the eclipses, but they'll start to get more dramatic and more active. And you'll see in February, the bubble started. Now, March and April, it'll be like bubbling all over the place and steaming and then then take the heat off and May will just be back down to a little bit of a bubble. That's our kind of activity cycle for the transformation and the big hellos and the major goodbyes that we have 
for this eclipse season. Now, one good thing about this for Sag is, is that this whole eclipse cycle is in nice angles for Sag. The Aries energies are in a trine, which is the best angle in all of astrology, um, the most favorable one. And then the Libra energies are in that 60 degree angle that I talked about the Aquarius energies um, activating. So fortunately for the couple of years this is going on, these are in really good angles for your Sagittarius placement. They may be in a different angle for other placements you have, which I can't see, but specifically from your Sagittarius placement, this is a very favorable um, sequence for you. All right, so look out for transformation. Look out for feeling like your finger is stuck in an electric socket for, you know, four months, whereas these changes happen. And I've got a couple of dates I want to give you. And if you like the dates and knowing how these energies are going to manifest or, or some ideas about how, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Sign up for my free email VIP community. And that's amazing too, if you love astrology education, because I give you lots of touch points for learning astrology for free throughout the month. But if you specifically like to know the dates that, um, you know, like my sweet and salty date list, what are my favorite aspects and the ones to watch out for and the general write-up in a written way of the month, then you can get that um, and you can access the archives. Okay, so but I'm going to give you some dates now here. February 5th. Ouch. All right. We've got an annoying aspect. This isn't one of the, you know, the more terrible ones, but it is a bump with Venus squaring Chiron. So self-esteem, old wounds could be triggered in the area of love, beauty, money, self-esteem. On February 8th and 16th, we've got the sun and then Mercury squaring Uranus. So not exciting surprises, which could turn out to be okay, but, you know, jostling, jostling news, just be extra careful with electric, especially all month, because this is a very electric month. Um, and Uranus does rule electric and we do have squares and we do have all of that Aquarius energy. So just be extra careful around those dates. Now on the days around February 7th and February 13th, notice I say around because the energies of these aspects don't just last on the day that they happen. There's, you know, a, a, like a bell curve of potential manifestation where it starts to brew, it gets strongest and it kind of fades out. So I say the days around, so you know that the manifestations aren't isolated to those days. But February 7th and February 13th, we've got two sweet aspects with Venus. The first day or the first, the seventh, we've got Venus trine, Uranus, Capricorn and Taurus, earth signs there, material gains. This is also a really good time to make big decisions, to get something locked in. Uh, February 13th, we've got Venus, Capricorn, sextile Neptune. So this is, you know, dreamy, intuitive and artistic combined with, um, material manifestation. So, you know, this can evoke like ethers from the ethers, this creative magic, basically like intuitive magic. Um, so the topic of value is coming up here. Whenever Venus is involved, the energy of value comes up and sometimes it's actual money. Okay. And that could happen, but sometimes it's value, like aesthetic value, spiritual value, emotional value, but all of those outcomes are increased in likelihood. And this, this one on the 13th is a really nice time for private personal pursuits, you know, um, engagements, dreamy, romantic, or um, creative experiences. 
So yes. So if you want more dates, you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for the my VIP community. In general, I'm calling this month very unusual. We've got at least six aspects also that are not clearly positive or challenged. So we've got, you know, a this is what you make it sort of month energy that also is an overriding layer of this month. In general, you're going to benefit from having um having the audacity to dream even bigger than usual, to be unafraid to do something that's unusual or non-traditional if it feels right to you in order to reach your goals and to step out of your comfort zone in new and exciting ways, to start a different routine, a different pattern, and to use your very creative insights that might sound crazy or that you worry would sound crazy. Those kind of things can actually work out really well right now. If you love how I teach and you want to learn, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. I not only have free educational opportunities there through my free VIP community that you can just put your email address and name in there, but I also have my secret star portal that is chock full of things like my 2024 retrograde direct calendar. It has um, all kinds of current um, astrological transit information and It's a cornucopia of astrology learning potentials. If you want to learn how to read charts in six easy steps, you can see my Astrology Basics and Beyond course there. And if you want to go deeper into my astrology certification course, you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and look there at the astrology education and see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course. And I can help you learn how to earn money with astrology. And if you know astrology already, I can help you tie things together and be confident enough to ask for money. And if you don't know astrology and you want to learn it, I can take you from zero up to professional astrologer in a very short amount of time with my comprehensive system. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.